let's get this motherfucking show on the road, man. We What's going on, everybody out there? Yes, we got content. I'm back again. Gotta fucking hit it up for the fucking Mondays. Again, I I told you guys, y'all thought I was... I, I swear, I still think to this day that when people go to check for my podcast, they just go to check for it to be like, I knew he wasn't going to upload. I knew he wasn't going to upload an episode. He was going to fall off. No, every Monday, I'm actually thinking about doing more. Actually thinking about doing more. Let me get the Instagram people in here, see if they want to come in. What's going on, everybody? Simbali, we are here. We got content. You know we do. The world serves it up for us. It just throws me alley-oops. I don't have to do shit, but just run on a fast break. It's like I'm playing in the NBA. You know what I mean? I don't even have to dribble, nigga. Just run, nigga. The world will throw you fucking alley-oops, and it does. While we're here, we're just warming up. You know, I don't have too many things to talk about um, today, but I want to just give a little historical um, relevance to my listeners. Um, last episode, we were talking about uh, Latinos and Mongoloids and Caucasoids, and I forgot to touch on um, something that I wanted to talk about. Did you guys know, to all my listeners out there, by the way, shouts out to everybody fucking what we got content, the new listeners, the new subscribers. Like I say, come on in, engage with me. Click the link um, in the link tree. That'll get you to me on Twitter. Um, I just shut down my old Facebook account, started a new Facebook account. Yes. Can I get that? Yeah, I had to get rid of that shit. My Facebook account was the last like piece of like old me. You know what I mean? Like everybody there, <laughs> they didn't understand my journey. So I was always like ashamed to share my Facebook page. I would always put my Twitter page up. I'd put my Instagram page, but I would never put Facebook because I'm ashamed of them motherfuckers. It's a lot of people over there just watching, just spying and hoping. And you know what I mean? I can, I, I love the thing that I do love about Facebook is you can check your engagement. So when you post something, you'd be like, damn, this one didn't really, you know, I thought this was a good one. And then you see how many people it's seen. You'd be like, okay, a hundred people seen it, you know what I'm saying? But only one of my homeboys, shout out to Ken Tater, another one of my homeboys out there on Facebook who folks with me on Facebook care to like it. So I'm like, you know what? I got to rebrand. I've rebranded everything. I've rebranded the fucking Twitter page. I've rebranded the Instagram page, the YouTube, that fucking Facebook. I kept it. Fake, Facebook was like my inspiration you know what i mean I'm, i move really good off hate i don't do too good with love but hate Ooh, i get motivated for some fucking hate and that's what facebook was i would just always go to facebook and it would remind me of the people that i cannot wait to nan nanny boo boo in your motherfucking face like Charleston white say nan nanny boo boo in your motherfucking face but i'm like you know what i'm moving on and i need facebook to be more than that i need facebook to be something where i can like i said everything's about fishing i'm trying to find like-minded individuals that would like my pot that would like my podcast, my content. So Twitter, Instagram, these are all places where you fish for people that are like, oh, I was looking for you, man. I was looking for somebody like you. But uh, f- Facebook was just turning into my anger place. I just rant. Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. you know I'm like, damn, I got to stop that. And so, yep, I shut down all my old Facebook shit, all everything that connected me from Facebook. And I started a brand new We Got Content page. <laughs> 
podcast, and I'm not telling any of my old Facebook people about this fucking page. You got damn right. I'm not telling anybody. Fuck all. They're like, hey, man, send me the... Fuck you. You're the reason why I'm getting a new page. Why would I send you something? No, I don't want anybody to find me over here. I want to do peaceful things over here with people that like what I offer, that are going to engage, that are going to comment, that are going to talk, that are going to share. I want engagement. I don't want people to just sit with their eyes and spy and check on me. I don't want you to check on me through my social media. I don't like that. Engage with me or just unfollow me. I really feel like that. Engage or unfollow. Ah, but what's going on in the world? What did I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, yes. Um, on the last episode, I was explaining about how you can speak mongoloid. I was like, I was talking about how there's three um, major races when you're talking about scientifically. <laughs> you know, science doesn't care about, no, I'm Latin. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. There's three. Okay. There's mongoloid, caucasoid, negroid. And I was explaining how. Negroid can speak everything because Negroid was here first. And somebody didn't understand that. They were like, well, what do you mean Caucasoid? How could a Negroid speak Caucasoid? And I was like, well, let me enlighten you. Before, Europe is a place that was inhabited by black people before white people were on the planet. Right? They were called Etruscans. Look this up. Like I said, the best way to battle me is with facts. If you start coming with, nigga, you stupid and you're just, mm. I had a, I had a Mexican feller do that. Mexican feller. My homeboy, Mr. Neil tried to highlight him on one of my posts. He was like, Ooh, you and this guy would have a great debate. I did great on the, can the Latino say the N word? And my boy, Mr. Neil was like, Oh, you and this guy would have a great debate. And as soon as I clicked on and seen who he was talking about, he's a light skinned Mexican. He's a light skinned colonizer. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Them light-skinned ones, they're a little tricky. You know, give me a dark-skinned Latino. Give me a dark-skinned, you know, Mexican. Give me a dark-skinned Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Them light-skinned ones, they don't have the spirit of Che Guevara. Anywho, yeah, uh, my boy Mr. Neal was like, you guys would have a great conversation. I was like, mm, I don't know, Mr. Neal, but we'll see. And sure enough, he came in with his fucking colonizer hate. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you, motherfucker. You sound stupid. You're stupid. Why do black people, oh, there it goes, there it goes. And what I'm learning to do now is when people talk reckless in my comments and they're all, they're moving off emotion, I'm just not going to respond to you. I used to write books to niggas. I used to write a whole fucking book. <sighs> Motherfucker, I give facts and knowledge and it just be wasted. I could tell they didn't even read it. They just be, man, fuck all that shit. I'm not, you didn't even see, I just dropped so many facts to you. Why am I doing this? Why am I, I'm better than this? So now when people say shit in my comment section, unless it's, Based in intelligence and enlightenment, I'm not going to respond. So this nigga sent me six books on the post. He sent me six books. Fuck you. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? No response. Yes, I knew all of that. You motherfucking half conquistador motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I can explain to you your fucking hate and anger right now. You fucking mad ass Mexican. You mad Mexican. He was mad to the motherfucker. So I didn't respond to him. No, Mr. Neil, this guy isn't the guy that I want to talk to. No, no, no. This isn't a guy. Nice try, though. Sometimes it works. Mr. Neil will do it sometimes, and it'll, it'll work. We'll engage, and I'll meet a nice person. Like, damn, fam, that's good. We like-minded individuals. Not this Mexican feller. No, he was, he was all emotion. But anyway, getting back to the uh, subject, somebody asked, like, um, how can a Negroid speak Caucasoid? And I was like, well, the place that is called Europe was inhabited by blacks first. They were called the Etruscans. Look this up. Etruscans. And there's a whole historical story told about these Etruscans. The battle between the um, dark-skinned Aboriginal Europeans, the dark-skinned Aboriginal Europeans who inhabited 
Europe first. They were called the Etruscans. Yeah. And this Etruscan group actually inhabited what is called the city of Troy. If you guys remember the story about Helen of Troy and the Trojans and the Trojan horse and the Greek guy went over to the Trojan, fell in love and left with Helen of Troy. And it was a big war about this. Do you guys remember the story? Helen of Troy, the Trojan army, Achilles, this hotel, the city of Troy, the Trojan horse. Well, what that, what that historical, and it's a beautiful story, but what it's covering up and what it fails to highlight is the fact that it's a story of the light-skinned, fair-skinned Europeans taking over um, territory, important territory, from the dark-skinned Etruscans. That's what that whole battle between Troy and, what was it? It was Troy, what was the other place? I can't remember what the other place, I know it was Greece though, if I'm not mistaken, it was Greece. And they wanted to conquer Troy. And so the whole Helen thing, that was true. He went over there and seen that dark-skinned, beautiful sister. And the, the white dude lost his mind and tried to leave. And she, nigga, it, whole war was started. Whole fucking war was started. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the, the brother. That's what happened. The brother, <laughs> the Trojan, because the Trojans represent the dark-skinned Etruscans. Helen and whoever was coming, I, can't, I almost want to say they were Greeks. But they represent the whites, the fair-skinned whites who were just being new on this planet. And that's why when you go, and this is a historical fact, what is called the city of Troy, did you know that if when archaeologists, I'm sorry, our archaeologists, shit's kicking in, <laughs> how you guys doing? Don't forget to click and subscri subscribe to the channel. We got content symbolically. If you like this shit, don't just sit and watch and enjoy it and steal all my fucking shit. Come on in. But anyway, when archaeologists dug around the city of Troy, did you know that they found three cities? They found the city of Troy. They kept digging, found another ancient city. So naturally, they kept digging, and they found another city. There's three cities of Troy. That's how ancient that spot is. That's how long melanated people, who were called, who were called later the Etruscans, that's how long they had been there, that there was three cities of Troy. So when you hear the tale of the city of Troy, it's about... Um, isn't that what happened? The brothers went over, yeah, and, and, they, and he left with the white girl. Yeah, left with the white girl and started a war. Yeah. So that's what that whole beef was about. It was about the invading fair-skinned Greeks starting a war and taking over the prime real estate of the dark-skinned Etruscans. That's why even when you watch the movie, I think it was, um, what was that movie? Troy. It was Troy. You should watch the movie Troy with, uh, <clears throat> with Brad Pitt. That's why they depict Brad Pitt with blonde hair and blue eyes. And they depict the Etruscans, brown white guys with brown hair. And you got to understand how Hollywood is trying to talk to us, right? And even when they're talking about taking the city of Troy, I think it was the King Agamemnon, if I'm not mistaken. I think his name was Agamemnon. It's all coming back now. See, this should lose certain things, but it'll bring back other things. Um, Yeah, the King Agamemnon, he was so focused and so so wanting to take over Troy because how important it was and how long the Etruscans had held sway. And even when you see their wall, they were like, nobody has broken these walls in years. It represents ancient. You see what I'm saying? When you see things like these represent, this has been here before anybody. So that's just a little bit of a, 
knowledge and people, a little bit of a jewel drop to my listeners out there. A couple people were wondering like, well, how can a Negroid speak Caucasoid? We inhabited Europe first too. We were called the Etruscans. See, that's what I mean. We inhabited what is called Mongolia, what is what, where the Mongols are in Asia, China. We inhabited that first. That's why Japan has a heavy black, African, Negro, African influence. The samurai black, the ninjas dress up in black, Negritos, the black ones in Vietnam. Heavy, heavy, heavy black influence. Even when you look at Buddha, look at Buddha, his hair curls up. You know Asian people's hair don't curl up like that. So why would the main statue that Asian people pray to have a statue where the hair got naps in it? Big old nose. Buddha was a nigga. Yeah, Buddha was a nigga, man. So that's what I mean. Ancient. And we taught it to the new people that arrived as time went on. And we started to see, oh, look at these slanty eyed Asian brothers. Well, let's teach them our ways. Look at these white. Look at these white guys coming out of the caves of Europe with this, with this red hair and this blonde hair. Let's teach them. And once they got taught, they took it over and they act like they were the teachers. We see it happening now. You can see this shit happening in the streets. Nigga learn something in the streets. And then he wants to kill his boss and then he acts like he did it. Nigga, he don't tell you, yeah, nigga, the OGs told me this shit. No, you want to act like you came up with the idea to cook crack, right? Nino Brown, that was not your idea, Nino Brown. Stop it. Somebody showed you this shit. You just want to look like a fucking genius. You don't want to tell us that Simon, uh, that Phoenix Mitchell out there in fucking California started it. Yeah, they don't want to <laughs> want to say phoenix mitchell showed me how to cook crack no i started it i just was playing with some bacon soda and fried chicken and stop that's been going on since the beginning of time so now you have a whole group of white people masquerading like they're greeks they're not greeks they're the they're the new ones that took over from the etruscans you got a whole group of jewish people right shouts out to kanye they're jewish they're not hebrews because to be a true semite I won't even go Jewish to be a true Semite. What is the root word? You're calling me anti-Semitic. Well, to, to be a true Semite, it means to be Negro and to be Hebrew. These Jewish fellas over here in, that came from Russia, they don't look too Negro and Hebrew. So what makes them Jewish? Well, the ish comes because these are the white people that studied under the black original Hebrews, Jews, Semites. Israelites they took your lessons and because you guys were being annihilated for your color right they waited for a prime time yeah why they they couldn't do it when things were going good they had to wait for this whole thing about race in 1492 the Moors get defeated and they had to wait for the the conference and what's it the Berlin conference and the scramble for Africa black people are being attacked on this planet on all fronts now they can say we're Jews Black people are like, we don't give a fuck, nigga. We got a lot of shit going. We try not to be crammed on the bottom of boats, man. We don't give a fuck. So what? You're the Jews. Okay, cool. We'll give a fuck. We're Jewish. Because we learned under the real Hebrews, we're Jewish. Black people are like, we don't give a fuck, man. We trying not to get picked cotton. We trying not to. We trying to dance for freedom. Who gives a fuck? Who's the real people? And there were people that were like, we do. <laughs> Native Americans. We're the Native Americans. Black people should have been like, wait a second. But we was like, man, we don't give a fuck. We trying to just... We don't even know if we want to be in America. We might be trying to get out this motherfucker. Feel me? So, yeah, you got all these classifications of people that were going on when black people were under attack. And we were just too, we were too, um, what's the word? 
distracted. We were too distracted to focus on what the fuck, who's the real Jews, who's the real Native Americans, and who's the real Europeans, who's the real Greeks. Fuck that shit, man. We're trying not to be brought over to the fucking triangulated passage, nigga, over here in Jamestown, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck about who's the Jews, nigga. I'm trying not to get, nigga, get off these boats, nigga. Fuck you talking about? So, yeah, they used that as a prime time. And that a lot of things were fortified why black people were running and scrambling and panicking and, you know, <laughs> crying and swimming and drowning. And, nigga, we was going through so much shit. That's when all the laws got rigged. Okay, we're the Jews. We're the Native Americans. This is our land. These are these borders. Yeah, the Aboriginal people should wait a minute. Fuck you talking about. But anyway, that was just a little brief story. Let's get into this podcast. Let's have some fun, guys. Ah, Maul versus Joe Button. Maul and Joe Button, god damn, them niggas are still going at it, huh? Them niggas are still going at it. Maul was talking his shit. Did you guys see that? Maul had Saiha the Prince on. The Maul and Roy podcast, them guys are doing so fucking good. I know that shit just burns Joe up. Thought you guys were going to fucking disappear. Thought when I left you and put these other two niggas, the fat, light-skinned nigga and the, the nigga that looks like, uh, who does he look like? He looks like Fatal Hussein from the Outlaws. Not Fatal Hussein. He looks like the other nigga from the Outlaws. What's that nigga? Fuck, I can't. I got my outlaws. It was a lot of outlaws in, back in the days. It was Fatal Hussein, Edie I mean, You know, Tupac and the Outlaws. He looks like one of the outlaws. But anyway, Joe Button in that little podcast, it's doing great. Of course, it got the sponsorship. It got the dollars. It got the revolt. It got the power. But nigga, when it talks about like content, Rory and Maul is killing you with that fucking content. I'm going to keep it a beat. <laughs> Yeah, Rory and Maul be killing you with the content, nigga. You, 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 you out of touch, Joe. Yeah, you running around in your fancy Fabergé egg fucking suit and shit and your hats and you're just out of touch, nigga. And it's okay, nigga. It's good. You rich and out of touch, nigga. Hey, you know what's tough is being broke and out of touch, nigga. That's when you're tough, nigga. When you're broke, you're out of touch, nigga, and you're losing and the ships is taking off and you're still on land. No, no, no. But you did good, Joe. But yeah, Rory and Maul's on your motherfucking heels and... Maul said that he wants to see the paperwork for the Joe Budden podcast. Nick, he said, that's our sweat equity. We built that. Now, Maul, you're going down a slippery slope because it's called the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. I just, <laughs> listen, man, I'm not here to play sides. I'm just here to spit facts. And Maul, I understand what you're saying. I understand 100% what you're saying, Maul. I, grow, I went to the podcast studio with you every day. I gave you somebody to talk to. Look at me. I ain't got nobody to talk to. Nobody wants to hang out with me and go back and forth with me. It matters. When you have co-hosts that show up, that that's the thing. When you have co-hosts that's actually showing up and doing, you know what I mean? Promoting and tweeting and sharing and doing their job. That shit matters. Now, it doesn't seem like it does when the big revolt deal or when the big Spotify deal or when the patron deal or when all these deals come through. You forget that shit, Joe. You forget that having Maul and Rory to bounce shit back. So you don't have to ramble off in a room like I'm doing right now. You know how hard it is to do this shit, nigga? You know what I'm talking about? It's hard to get fans when you just, you got to be extra talented and you got to be extra charismatic and you got to be extra entertaining. Luckily, I'm the trifecta. But Joe, I don't know if you got the trifecta going on. You probably needed Maul and Rory. So that's what they're saying. Like, fam, come on, bro. Don't act like you just did it by yourself. I know it was called the Joe Budden Podcast. What was it called before it was the Joe Budden Podcast? I'll name this podcast later. <laughs> That's how serious the nigga was about the podcast. He wasn't even that serious about it. I'll name this podcast later, Joe. But Maul's talking his shit now, nigga. Maul was talking his shit, nigga. Like, he wanted to scrap, nigga. I'm like, Maul, y'all niggas gonna scrap when y'all see each other? Like, Game and 50? When Game and 50 see each other, nigga, furniture's gonna be moving, nigga. Yeah, nigga. This nigga, the game is taking pictures with Lil Marquise. 
Yeah, nigga, furniture's going to be moving, nigga. We made it way past any records, and it's on, nigga. We back to the GU Not days. We thought we was going to let that shit die. Nope, 50 and game are back to the GU Not fucking beef. Black Wall Street beef. It's back on, baby. Yeah, but anyways, Maul, go ahead and talk your shit, man. I understand what you're saying, nigga. I dig it. I understand both sides. I dig both sides. Joe Button's saying, look, nigga. <laughs> look, nigga, this shit was made off my name, nigga, the Joe Button Podcast. I don't want to hear all that we shit. Nigga, you niggas didn't start doing what you're supposed to do in the podcasting game until you got your own podcast. That's what Joe Button, let's keep it a bean. That's what Joe Joe Button is saying what it takes, what you guys are doing now with your podcast is what you guys didn't do when it was me. I was doing this shit. I was doing all the shit. You niggas just show up, talk shit, leave, and then get bitches. I had to stay and edit and do all the other shit. So... And Rory and Maul are saying, Rory and Maul are saying, nigga, so what, nigga? It was a podcast, nigga. We didn't want to do that shit with you from the jump. We did it because you was our guy, nigga, and your rap career fell off, nigga. Like I said, these are the conversations that niggas need to have. Yeah, nigga, we didn't want a podcast, nigga, till the money came in. Nigga, you was ranting about Drake. I got to see Drake, nigga. We fuck with Drake. Yeah, Joe. Back when it was called, I'll name this podcast later, you would go on your rants and you'd be talking about these industry niggas and we'd have to see these niggas. This was way before podcasting was a big thing. It was just a stupid little thing. You're talking about, fuck Drake, man. Fuck Lil Wayne. Fuck Jay-Z. I'm better than Jay-Z. Fuck Jay-Z. Oh, shit. Joe? Right? So it wasn't fun then, nigga. It was tough to be fucking with you, nigga. But then the podcasting game grew. So did the bag. The bag grew. And now we're number one of the number one podcasts, my nigga. But don't act like at the beginning, nigga, it was tough fucking with you, nigga. We did it because you was our nigga. That's why we did it. We understand that you were getting a little bit depressed. Slaughterhouse group fell through. You were being obnoxious in the slaughterhouse shit, nigga. Rap career was coming to a screeching halt. You needed something to do. And so me, Maul, and Rory, we gathered around you and we got in with your podcast shit. And we did that with you. But nah, nigga, don't act like. It was what it is now in the beginning, nigga. Now it wasn't, Joe. So there's a lot. There. I'd like to see that conversation. I personally like to be a fly on the wall when Joe and Rory and Maul do have them, that paperwork party. Put them fucking receipts out, nigga. Joe, did you slide on these niggas? Was you out here taking podcast deals when you should have been calling Maul and Rory? Maul and Rory. We just got 300 bands. Here's your half. Here's your half. <laughs> you guys remember the um and i'm taking questions on here too guys so don't just come in i see a lot of people coming in y'all see this is everybody hold on how do you see it there really? see they coming in they fucking with me they fucking with me a little bit yeah you know i mean i got a couple people fucking with me but um what what maul and rory is saying is did you guys ever see the movie once upon a time in america if you didn't it's a great movie you should watch it once upon a time in america with uh robert de niro Robert De Niro's in it. Um, who else is in it? James Woods in it. Oh, great, great old Jewish gangster movie. You know, mostly Jew, mostly gangster movies are like based in Italian shit. This was one of the few um, Jewish gangster movies. If you guys haven't seen Once Upon a Time in America, you really should watch it. But what happened was uh, Robert De Niro was off fucking with a bitch. Robert De Niro liked to do heroin. He liked to smoke heroin. So he's off with a bitch smoking heroin. Well, the guys did a job. Robert wasn't there. He was supposed to be there, but he wasn't. Now, they found Robert smoking dope high. And you know what they did when they found Robert smoking dope high in the Asian uh, opium house? (laughs) 
when they found Robert De Niro smoking opium in the Asian dope house. And he's high. And we just did a job. We got shot at. And now we got the money. And now in our culture, in greedy ass Negro culture, we would say, man, he ain't getting no money. He wasn't there. He don't get nothing. He was getting high. Fuck him. That's not how Jewish people think. They brought Robert his cut just as if he was there. They gave him the look. They gave him the talk. Hey, motherfucker, fuck is wrong with you. But after we gave you the look and the talk, they gave him his envelope. Here's your cut because this ain't about that, fam. We are brothers. We're all going to slip up. Nobody's perfect. That's why we're all here. We're here to get each other's backs. So what Maul is saying is, Joe, you didn't give me my envelope. You didn't give me my envelope, Joe. When you were out there cutting Patreon deals, when you were out there cutting Spotify deals, when you were out here cutting YouTube deals, when you were out here cutting these deals, you weren't coming back to Maul and Rory with that envelope. Here's y'all cut. Damn, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got 300 bands. There's 75 for you, 75 for you, 75 for me. Yeah, that's what it means. I think that's what Maul means when he's saying you're stealing. Not that you actually stole out of his wallet. See, as you can tell, niggas get so funny. Oh, what did I steal from you, nigga? Show me on videotape where I took something out of your backpack. My nigga, come on. He's saying you stole from me like that. There was times when you know you should have cut me and Rory a check. Hey, man, I closed this deal on the podcast. Did Rory and Maul get a cut? Nah, man, them niggas just, them niggas just, you can't do that. You can't do that, my nigga. You can. Actually, you can. Joe showed you can, but it's bad business, and it will come back to haunt you. And then when it comes back to haunt you, you can't act like, oh, what did I do? That's why I like WAC 100. So what? Yeah, I took it, nigga. Fuck you. That's what I respect. Yeah, nigga, I took it. And this is why I took it. You niggas wasn't doing shit. I was coming up with all the ideas. I was coming up with all the content. I was doing everything. You niggas wasn't doing shit but coming and talking and dipping. Say it, Joe. Say it with your fucking chest so Maul can understand where you're coming from. Don't masquerade under the cloud. Don't masquerade under the smoke. Ah, how's everybody out there doing, man? We we are in the building today, man. I see. I, what is y'all? Is, that, is y'all not going to work tomorrow? Is y'all calling in tomorrow? I swear to God, y'all motherfuckers, what, it's late in the motherfucker. Y'all see everybody's coming in the building. Go ahead and send me those questions. Don't forget to click the link if you want that Savoir Affair. Um, like I said, you see I wear it all the time. The shit is dope. Just sent my partners out in California and his kids some. So, yeah, click the link. Come on in. Um, what else do we want to talk about today? UFC 280. Oh, man. Yeah, UFC 280. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, then you know I got all my picks wrong. Okay? <laughs> I got all... Hey, I got all my fucking picks wrong, man. I, this guy's going to win. This guy's going to win. He got knocked out, lost. I didn't get shit right. DraftKings, I lost $200. Okay? I'll just keep... I lost $200 trying to fucking think I know UFC. I don't know shit about UFC, nigga. I lost $200, nigga. Only one that won something for me was Aljamain Sterling, the fucking black American. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Where's the... That's not what I want. Fucking laughing. I got to remember them two. I don't know why I want to go laugh and clap. But anyway, Aljamain Sterling, he kept his belt. But yeah, I fucked up, man. Charles Oliveira, he got his ass knocked out by Islam Maklachev. Shouts out to Islam Maklachev. He's the new lightweight lightweight champion. You guys know Maklachev, the student of Khabib's father. Now Khabib. Fucking, fucking Muslim. See what I'm saying? Masquerading. That's that masquerading. Muslims didn't look like that. 
<laughs> Muslims did not look, were not fair-skinned like that. Muslims were always been connected to brown people. The UFC has been the biggest jumping point for getting Muslims white, Russians and shit. Them ain't Muslims, nigga. They should be called Muslimish. Just like Jewish people that come from Russia are called Jewish, Muslims that come from Russia should be called Muslim-ish. I'm going to say it right now. We got content podcasts. I just fucking dropped the <laughs> Yeah. If you come from Europe, Russia, and you're claiming a black sport or a black culture, it should have an ish on it. Yeah, you can only claim czars and Russian shit, man. You can't go claiming no African shit and I'm a Muslim. No, you're Muslim-ish. I'm a Jew. No, you're Jewish. <laughs> You feel me? Shout out to Kanye West. Okay. Let me fucking get my fucking channel shut down. Fuck it with Kanye West. But yeah, uh, Islam Maklachev, he won the lightweight title. Uh, Aljamain Sterling beat up TJ Dillashaw, fucking dislocated his shoulder, which I feel was retribution because TJ Dillashaw was taking the PEDs, right? TJ Dillashaw was openly taking PEDs. So it's only right that the chickens come home to roost and your fucking bones don't hold up. See, when you ain't taking PEDs, your fucking shoulder can't hold up. I think TJ Dillashaw should retire, nigga. Fuck you want to get in there again. And then you withheld it. You didn't even tell Dana White and fucking Sean Shelby in the UFC. You didn't tell the guys that, hey, my shoulder's out of socket. You're going to tell the ref. The ref was like, yeah, he told me. Dana was like, why the fuck you tell him, nigga? He ain't ain't cutting the checks, nigga. Just going to go in there with a sore shoulder, nigga, dislocated shoulder. Boy, I tell you. But yeah, got his motherfucking ass kicked by Aljamain Sterling. Um, who else fought? Oh, Sugar Sean. Yeah, Sugar Sean fought Peter Yan. Sugar Sean fought Peter Yan. That was a great fucking fight, man. I thought, I thought honestly, I picked again. I picked Peter Yan. I thought Peter Yan was gonna fucking smash this colorful-haired white boy. I was like, yeah, because I know you've been fighting people that aren't ranked, Sugar Sean. You've been fighting unranked opponents. <clears throat> you step up into that top five, even the top ten. Even when you get into that top 10 into the UFC, you're really getting into a real upper echelon of combat pugilism, okay? Hand-to-hand combat, striking, wrestling, grappling. You're really getting into the mixing of the martial arts. So I was like, man, when Sean get into that upper bracket, we're going to see how good this sugar show is going to last. And he handled business, man. He had to go to that place. You seen, you know when you watch UFC, you can see it in a fighter's face when he goes to the dark side. When he says, I might die. Yeah, a nigga might die or I could suffer some real serious life-altering injury, but fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going through the fire. And Sean had to do that, and he did it. That's all I needed to know because he has all the colorful cotton candy hair. I didn't know what's inside that. What's inside that fucking white boy? What's inside that Irish white boy? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? From Arizona. Now I know. He's tougher than motherfucking Corinthian leather. That nigga's tougher than Corinthian leather, nigga, because Peter Yarn was trying to fuck him up, nigga. Peter Yan was trying to beat that ass. Fucking right. Let me say what's up to my people real fast. Sorry. So difficult to multitask. I got to say hello to my Instagram people. I got YouTube. I got everybody. It's a triangulation going on here. But yeah, so I picked against uh, Sugar Sean. He fumbled me there. I picked against Islam. Fumbled there. Picked against De La Rouge. Yeah, Benny. De- was it Benny De La Rouge? Isn't it Benny De La Rouge? Isn't that his name? Yeah, picked against him, his old ass one with the gray silver, <laughs> with the gray hair. Um, who else did I pick against, man? I was just picking against all the winners, man. I fucked up. <clears throat> Anybody that went with my picks, I apologize, okay? I'm just getting to this partnership. I'm trying to secure this um, this deal with DraftKings, so 
I thought that I would jump out there on something good, and I jumped out there and face planted. <laughs> Fucking face planted, my guy. Yeah. My picks weren't that good. They were horrible. But one thing that did come up, what the fuck was Henry Cejudo talking about? Yeah, did you guys see that? Henry Cejudo said that, hey, Dana White, we need to bring the belt back to America. <clears throat> nigga, Aljamain Sterling's a nigga. Fuck are you talking about? It don't get more American than nigga. You can say that to people that come from overseas that way. Henry Cejudo, when you're talking to a nigga, nigga, ain't nothing American without us. We are the gas. We are what made America, America. So the fuck you talking about? He ain't him. He's born here. His parents come from Jamaica, but even that still, nigga, fuck you talking about? Where are your parents from, Henry Cejudo? Where is your great-great-grandfather from, Henry Cejudo? Yeah, S.A., you look pretty Mexican. Fuck are you talking about? So, one, are you that indoctrinated into American culture that you've forgotten your own Mexican culture? And two, if that is the case or if that isn't the case, did you forget? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you forget that, motherfucker, you got Mexicans, nigga. You got two Mexican parents. Yeah, you don't have, like, one Mexican mom and a Mexican dad, nigga. Both of your parents make fucking chimichangas, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. I don't get American motherfucker, you think just because you nigga? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't play that game, Henry Cejudo. That was wrong. That was cringe. That's why you're the king of cringe, though, huh? That's why Henry Cejudo is the king of cringe because he says shit like that. That makes people just go, nigga. Oh, fuck are you talking about, essay? You know what I'm talking about? You Mexican? You look more Mexican than a goddamn uh, Mexi melt, nigga. You look more Mexican than Mexican pizza out of Taco Bell, nigga. You talking about somebody ain't from here to bring the. Nigga, where are you going to bring the bell back? You're going to bring it right back to fucking El Puente, nigga. You're going to bring it back to the fucking Mexican cartel. Fuck are you talking about, nigga? Henry Cejudo. Ah, what else is going on in the world? Let's get Charlemagne. Charlemagne reveals a conversation between Kanye West and himself where he was, where Kanye was disturbed, screaming out that... Um, Pete Davidson has a 10 inch dick and he's fucking his girl and <laughs> that, uh, Charlemagne needs to do something for the culture. You know what I found out about this? <clears throat> this was funny too. I'm not even gonna lie. When I heard it, I kind of laughed. <laughs> that's, that's funny. He got the 10 inch dick. You need to stop him for the culture. Charlemagne was like, Kanye, I'm sucking his 10 inch dick too. Like that's what really happened. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. Fuck you talking about I, when I informed Kanye that I like his 10-inch dick, too, fuck <laughs> I hear crazy shit. I'm stupid. I just, motherfuckers, I feel like when people talk, I see what they're trying to say, and then I see another whole screen what they're really saying. But anyway, let's get back to it. Um, <clears throat> now, this puzzled me a little bit because Charlemagne is basically the spokesman for mental health. So it was just a little hypocritical to me. For Charlemagne, a person who is supposed to be the spokesperson for mental health, to be revealing a conversation between an obviously mentally disturbed Kanye. This is a personal conversation. He's having this conversation between you and him. So somebody that knows about therapy and mental health, why would you be revealing such a horrific conversation to the world? Why would you be sharing a private conversation you know nothing about confidentiality? Of course you do, Charlemagne. That's one of the key words in therapy. So if Kanye had a confidential conversation with you where he's obviously mentally disturbed and you're a spokesperson for mental health, 
Why would you not at least protect him in that matter? I'm not going to divulge that conversation. It doesn't do anything. We give people laughs. That's all I got out of it. I didn't learn anything. When that conversation came out, that didn't help push the culture or society forward. I just laughed. <laughs> a 10-inch dick. And he'll say, he, that's it. Now, what happened with Kanye, he might have, he heard it. His kids might have been affected. He might have been affected. People that love him might have been affected. See, this is what I mean. We have to be very, I think when you jump out on these PC platforms and you start saying that I'm caring about this or I care about this, we got to hold you to that thing. We got to hold you to that. If you're going to say that you care about mental health, then I think there's some standards and some things that you can and that you can't do. I can do whatever I want. I'm a free black man. I'm not, I don't have any <laughs> health um, <clears throat> big pharma companies cutting me checks. I don't have anybody cutting me checks to get sad people on sad medication <laughs> and mad people on mad medication. <laughs> glad people on glad medication. <laughs> big farmers running the world. And I'm not tied to them. So I can say whatever I want. I'm not tied to these corporations and these sponsorships, but I believe that once you do tie yourself to them, you need a little bit of responsibility. Come on, fam. You're tied to mental health. Can you, can you act a little mental health? Mental health-ish. <laughs> I just told you guys about the Jewish and the, yeah, the Jewish and the Muslimish health, mental health issue. Nigga. What are you talking about? <clears throat> uh, what else is popping off? What else is popping off? Chance the rapper is being um, vilified for his liking of a transgender video on Twitter. Wow. Chance. Chance. Who else was that that was doing that? Fabio Foreign. Fabio Foreign and Chance. What are you guys doing fucking around with the with the spicy porn areas? Like that's what I'm saying. What happened to the basic the basic porns? You know, blacks on blondes, little Asian girls. You know what I'm saying? The basic shit. Why do you guys what are you doing traveling over to the boy butt area? Why are you over in the boy butt room, Chance, and Fabio Foreign? God, you had to pay your girl a bag for her to come back and say, hey, no, it was just maybe I see. No, you seen the right thing, baby. That nigga was over in the boy butthole section. What are you guys doing? I believe all these fucking rappers and entertainers are either homosexual or late homosexual. And there's nothing wrong with it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect my home. What people do in their sexual life has no effect on what I do. I'm just... Saying what I feel. I feel that 90% of African-Americans that are on television and there are, that are in entertainment are homosexual, bisexual, or late homosexual. I believe that strong, heterosexual, alpha, black man in entertainment? Nah, nigga, that's like a fucking yellow-tailed donkey with wings flying over the fucking rainbow. <clears throat> yeah. An alpha, heterosexual guy. No homosexual nigga, please fuck out of here, nigga. You got you talking about the North Star podcast? Are you talking about we got content? We got content. Yeah, you saying shit like that, nigga? Ain't too many niggas. I'm telling you, because how would you wingle in that world if that's what's going on behind scenes? <laughs> how would you wingle? How do you get around in that world? You're out of place. You're out of touch. Literally, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's keep it. Let's keep it. What happened? Oh, George Floyd. Let's. This is something that bothered me. I see that George Floyd's family is suing Kanye West for his statements on drink champs. Wow, that was a little disturbing to me because did you guys know that Kanye West gave two million dollars to the Floyd, to the Arbery, and to the Taylor families? Did you guys know that? I'm sure you did. Yeah, Kanye gave two million back back, and I think it was 2020. 
Yeah, when shit was going on, Kanye gave $2 million. So it's funny now that the, and I'm not going to hold the little girl. It's not her. She doesn't know. She's just a little girl. She has no idea what's going on. She just, you know what I mean? I'm talking about the families, the moms, the adults, the adults in the room. You guys are suing Kanye West for his statements on George Floyd on a podcast. Are you serious? After he gave $2 million to your family? Not only that, but did you guys know that Kanye West set up a 529 program to pay for Gianna Floyd's college tuition? Yeah, so that's weird. That's where you see what I'm saying? So now we want to get another cash grab. Is that what you want? The families. Oh, the families. The families are such horrible representations of the people. The people were bad representations themselves. Uh, George Floyd was a bad representation of what it means to be black in America himself. But his family is even worse. Not his daughter. His daughter might go off to do great things. She might. I hope the best for her. I really do. Gianna, girl, do your thing. And I'm not talking about you. As you get older, I'm going to stop talking about George Floyd so much in a negative light. I'm going to still talk about the situation. Like that George Floyd situation is a little fucked up to me. But as far as throwing daggers at George Floyd, you guys know how I feel. So leave it alone. But let's get back to the point. Where if you're going to vilify Kanye West, then you shouldn't have took his money. Right? And if you took his money, then I think that you should have had a more understanding or a more direct approach with Kanye. Reach out to him personally. Hey, Kanye, I want to reach out and talk to you about what you said. You know, there's different ways. I think everything turning into a cash grab to me highlights the severity of the issue. Yeah, I don't want a cash grab. Somebody fucks with my son. I don't want no money, nigga. There's no money, nigga. You can, hey, man, I hit your son upside the head and here's some money. No, bro. No, ain't no money. Come over here and get this ass whooping. Fuck are you talking about money? There's no amount of money that you could pay me for my son, nigga. I'm fuck that, nigga. And I do me no. I got ten trillion dollars for no, bitch. Fuck you talking about money doesn't soothe and solve everything. Only to a motherfucker that didn't really care about the person that died. And oh shit, money. That's a and that's how you can. That's what happened with George Floyd. That's why I was begging for it with a fake twenty. If he had people that I'm telling you from personal experience, I have crackheads in my family close and how I see them treated and how I've seen them treated throughout their lifetime is the same way George Floyd was treated. Don't you think if George Floyd was surrounded by love and caring and all these people that are squeezing money out of his name, don't you think if these people were around that George Floyd probably would have had a better chance of beating drug addiction? I'm just asking. Don't we think George Floyd would have had a better chance of beating drug addiction if all the people that are now squeezing money from his name were around when he was alive to hug him, to help him, to talk to him, call him on the phone, call him on his birthday, call him on Christmas? How many of you guys checked up on George Floyd on a day-to-day basis squeezing money out of his fucking name? That's 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 that's. And now here we go again with Kanye West. Squeeze more money out of him. Now we see he's flying off the... Kanye's kind of losing it. Gap is pulling there. You see Gap pulled out. Uh, Who else pulled out? Somebody else pulled out of the Kanye. The Kanye business is going down. Everybody's pulling out of the Kanye business. And it's funny that we don't even come to our brother's help. Hey, let's let's put our armor on our brothers. No, let me get some money out of him too. Like Eddie Murphy said, Yana, that nigga hit me with a brick, Yana. (laughs) Ain't that what Eddie Murphy said? (laughs) 
Oh. I be fucking up, y'all. Y'all know how I do. Ain't that Eddie Murphy said? He said, nigga, y'all get in a fight, and then niggas showed up that was supposed to be my homies. He hit me in the head with a brick, your honor. Brother, brother, we was fighting on the set. Hey, fuck you, Eddie. I got to get this money, man. Fucked up. That's what's happening with Kanye West. See, your honor, he hit me in the head with a brick, your honor. 150000 Damn. Boy, I tell you, man. Can't trust nobody. Especially a bitch with a hooker's body. All right, let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going and flowing and fluctuating. What's going on? Should you guys want to stop by the clubhouse? Do you guys want to stop by the nigga zoo? I was going to do that, stop by the nigga zoo. I don't know if you guys want to do that. I got a, I got a couple people in the thing. They keep popping in. I'm going to keep my fucking chat open. Keep my chat open for a while. I was going to stop by the nigga zoo and go into the clubhouse and just kind of surf around there. You guys know I like to do that, go into the clubhouse and just hear how the monkeys talk. This is the best representation of niggas. Me, if you listen to my podcast, it'll fool you. Yeah, you don't listen, nigga. You listen to nigga. We got content of the North Star podcast. It'll fool you. It'll have you thinking that niggas read books. We're smart. We're intelligent. We're charismatic. We know what's going on. We're in tuned. Nigga, go in the clubhouse and it'll let you understand what most niggas is really fucking doing. Nigga, these niggas should be killed. These niggas not killed. I'm sorry. It's a bad word. These niggas should be, um, what's the word? Put to sleep forever. That's the word. What's the word? No, okay, that was too mean, too. Okay. Um, hmm. Euthanasia. Is that the good? Euthanasia. Niggas need a good euthanasia. Nigga, fuck you talking about. Nigga, bad representation. I'm telling you. We might need to start all over. We might need to start all over. Ah, da, 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 da. What's going on? People still keep coming into my live. I want to stop and go into the... Yeah, I'm going to stop it. Hold on. Let's go into the... We got to go into the monkey room. We got to, I, I promised you guys, it's been a long time. Sorry uh, to the gram. Everybody say goodbye to the gram. See, they's coming. They was coming. Where's where this thing? See, they was, they was coming in. They coming in. Can't you, where's my shit? There you go. See, y'all come in and come into the Instagram and I'll take y'all questions. If you got any questions, post them and I'll take them. But uh, I got to go. All right. Shut that down. God. How does somebody actually do this shit? Be multitasking and turning on to different channels, doing podcasting. Only I can do this shit, guys. Only I can do this shit. But uh, yeah, let this post. Who is that? Oh, shouts out to the homies. Book me. Oh, that's my nigga official. Uh, that's my nigga Young Jr. He's starting to move. Always oh, on the water wave. Hey, beware of white guys with beards, man. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Shout out to the uh, water wave TV. I just be fucking with y'all, man. I just talk shit. Don't get so personal, nigga, but you're going to get these jokes. Live on Lake Street, beware of guys with beards, man, going on these shows. My nigga's moving and grooving out in these streets, though. Proud of my nigga. Ah, all right, let's go to the motherfucking Negro Zoo, nigga. Let's have some fun, you guys, for these last little couple seconds. See if Wack, see if we can find Wack. Wack is usually in there like it. Fucking weird times, like too late. They need to be in there at one o'clock in the morning or like three, two, four o'clock. And it's like, nigga, go to bed. Oh, there he goes, whack 100. All right, I accept it. Nigga, whack rules. Oh, mountain. Exactly. Yeah, nigga, that's that ain't. That's facts. I don't give a fuck if you don't even like these niggas. You got to say, man, nigga can't fuck with that. That is what that is. The other. If we had three more, Jay-Z. the argument is up. Jay-Z. I mean, you could you could throw him in there. You, got but, but, oh, you could about. throw Jay-Z in there, but then, you know, a nigga may come along and, and, and 
And I don't know. Jay Z got Kanye, Cole. He put on a lot of names. Okay, so whack. We just had a uh, Death Row versus Bad Boy. Who you think won? Death Row. Death Row versus Bad Boy. Oh, Death Row. Uh, Bad Boy had more. My Bad Boy fuck you up on that R and B side though with Death Row. Who y'all think Death Row versus Bad Boy? That's a good question. Death Row versus Bad Boy. Who wins? Who wins? Who wins? Because Death Row has Snoop. They got Tupac. And the dog pound. Nate Dog, Warren G a little bit, but the Lady of Rages and the, you know, the, a lot of them groups never really got to meticulate. Whereas Bad Boy, like a lot of them, the locks, Craig Mack, G Depp, you know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of had that hit. Everybody kind of had that run. Craig Mack, everybody kind of had that moment. Everybody didn't have that moment in Death Row. Now, now y'all would have to restrict it. Y'all would have to put a roof on it. But yeah, I would love did. to see we a did. cash money um, no limit with a roof, though. That's coming up. The roof oh, guy, you oh, can't, you got to put a roof because we know cash money can run. Like, ain't no getting to Drake or Nicky, ain't no getting to none of them. Right, right, Nick, right. You right, got right. to put a roof on that yeah, 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 shit yeah. to win. The, the funny no album covers. Oh, like I like that. Goal, in the- I like that, Wack. He said put a roof on it. So we're going strictly with the funny album covers. We're not going with the what created later. We're gonna do no limit versus um no limit versus cash money, but only the funny album covers, them them goofy looking album covers, that's it. The ones that was on the back of the albums, Mercedes, uh Kane and Abel, uh Mac, Shell Shock. We wanna do uh yeah, we wanna do that shit. Snoop Dogg on you we just want that. We want them, we don't want the other shit of what came. That'd be a good battle. Uh, Ice Cream Man came out in '93. Fucking um, Magnolia. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Soldier Slim. Soldier Slim. So the start is the start is is '92. Damn near even. We just got to put a roof on it because we, you know, cash money states. Nigga, you get to running and all that other shit. It's a problem. You get to running right. and nigga, yeah. and, and motherfucking. We don't want to do that. that shit, nigga, and, and, and new little Wayne then. shit. Yeah, you got to put a roof on it. So we got a 10-year roof. Nine, from 91 pretty much to 2001. That'll be a nice one. I like that. Yes. Yeah, I like that. To do it, I was supposed to do that shit with Buster. Nah, 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 nah. You got to get that to the side. Y'all got to stop doing that. First of all, Bumpy, Bumpy don't know man. shit. He's too young. Who's too young? He's too young. Nigga, look, what Bumpy was 10 years old when... No limit was shutting down. What was that nigga? Oh, 30? Bumpy. I thought he, he said 30? Bun B. I was like, damn. The fuck, nigga? That mean he ate. What the fuck he know? <laughs> Let's just be real. He a West Coast nigga and he too young. Yeah, okay. Should no West Coast nigga supersede uh, should no West Coast nigga under 30 supersede a down south nigga over 40 when it comes to that music? That just don't even make sense. I got a question this week. Ask we it away, sister. We were talking about um, verses with producers. Who do you think would be a good versus with uh, Pharrell? With who? Yeah, Doc. That's a different kind of monster, but you know, you got to go to the big ones. Who? Who did go she say? Scott, Timbo, Dre. Scott Stewart. Pharrell got some commercials. Oh, Pharrell. Kanye. Yeah, you can only fuck You can only put Pharrell in there with Kanye, Dr. Dre, RZA. Scott Storch.
Yeah. Does Luda got the catalog Nelly got? Luda won the battle. It was a yeah. battle though. It was. It was. So they on verses in the in the in the. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. We'll get up out of that room real fast. We won't spend too much time. So thanks everybody for fucking with me today. That was fun. I told you guys we going to the zoo sometimes and we got. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for fucking with me. <coughs> Shit. The podcast. <coughs> Damn. Ooh wee. That's that, that's that really nice touch. That's that touch. Um, the Vikings did not play today. This was a bye week, so I was basically just watching the commanders, hoping that they kicked the fucking Green Bay Packers ass, and they did. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, kick Green Bay's ass. They got a lot of shit to figure out over there. Them niggas be dropping balls like a motherfucker, nigga. Aaron Rodgers be like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> we're dropping balls, Aaron. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're dropping balls. You're putting them right in our hands, and we're dropping them with sticky gloves on. We got gloves with sticky peanut butter and fucking all kind of sticky shit on these gloves. Still dropping Aaron Rodgers' fucking passes. Them niggas, sorry, nigga. Oh, but I guess we're one of the good teams now. It's... It's so hard for me to just sit back, but I have to. I can't get happy because I I'm, I'm, I want a young quarterback. I don't want no fucking old-ass nigga that's worried about his stats. I don't want a stat stuffer. I want a young motherfucker trying to make a name. So until we get one of those at quarterback, I'm just going to sit back here and just kind of root in the back. Go, Vikings, go. You know my spirit. But I'm not going to get out there and put my Skull Gang Nation rag on. Like I said, I'm still representing. Motherfucker starts saying, fuck the Vikings. Vikings. Hey, 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 hey. Nigga, that Jefferson boy ain't nothing. <laughs> well, you're a Vikings fan. You got to find one, nigga, nigga. Dalvin Cook ain't no one. You got to find one to link on to. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, don't be disrespecting them, nigga. That Jefferson boy ain't nothing slow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He is nice. Yeah, Dalvin Cook ain't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back the fuck up off us, nigga. Don't blame our whole thing on Kirk Cousins. Don't, don't wrap us up in Kirk Cousins. We're not all Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins should be with the commander still, if you ask me personally. Ah, what's going on? All right, you guys. I think I'm gonna wrap it up today. Thank you guys for coming with the We Got Content podcast again. And I'll probably be doing another pull up. I didn't get to put the last pull up up. Um, I didn't actually record it. It was just something I did sporadically. I didn't think to do the audio version of it. So, but from now on, uh, any uh, pull ups that I do, just quick sporadic things, I will be putting them up on my podcast. And like I said, make sure to click that link tree. And come in and click and subscribe to all the people that are watching the YouTube channel. I know you guys love this shit. I know you guys love to hear me talk and give perspectives. And then you take my shit and you go use it in your own conversations, right? Yeah, that's what happens. You guys take my shit. You go use it in your conversations. And then you guys seem like you guys are smart. Oh, man, that was some smart shit you said. I said it. And it's fine. All that I ask is that you fucking click and subscribe. See that button right there? Click the click. Subscribe, come into the channel. I need my subscribers to go up, man. I'm trying to get, you know what I mean? I'm trying to turn this into a real live television show. And I need your guys' help if you like it. So if you like the content, click and subscribe and come on in and hit the notifications so you know when I upload. I don't have to fucking go through the weeds and find you. I don't like knocking on people's doors like the little kids are going to be doing next weekend for trick or treating and Halloween. No, I want my candy just dropped off at my door. You feel me? I got candy. You see this big sign out in my window that says candy here. I don't want to go finding kids to put their put candy in their buckets. Come on now. So that's how I feel with my notifications and my fucking subscriptions. You guys come on into the show. Let's run these fucking numbers up. 
once every week, every Monday. It's me, Mr. Motherfucking Monday, Simba Ali. Uh, we got content. I uh, appreciate y'all for rocking with me, and I'll holler at you guys next week.